everybody. Thanks for taking the time today to join us on our podcast. I'm Susan Bauer, your host, and I'm so excited to have Dolores Vanden Bogart join us on today's show. Welcome, Dolores. Thank you so much, Susan. I'm delighted to be with you this morning. Well, before we get started, I think most of our leaders know you, but I'm going to spend just a minute and do a little brag. So, what you um, may not know is a couple of really amazing steps. Dolores has been with Norwex for 11 years. She's one of the large. She has one of the largest teams in Canada. Has been the top group leader in Canada eight out of the last nine years, and consistently in the top three in group volume for North America for the last nine years, and that's month over month. And here's a fun step. She holds the record for the highest number of personal qualified recruits in Canada, and that's 35 in one year. Yeah. Are you saying, wow? Can't wait to hear from Dolores. So let's dig in. Dolores, uh, today's podcast is going to uh, cover the fundamental three in our leader development guide, which is all about growing your team, which you've had a lot of experience with. So what do you think are the main keys for growing a team? Absolutely, Susan. Um, you have to have your finger on your business. And I believe that there are three main things that I personally try to focus on uh, for knowing my team and growing my team. Um, first of all is building a personal, genuine relationship with people. I take notes on my consultants, uh, the names of their kids, their husbands, what they do for work, how old they are. Um, I also, in regards to their business, I try to be very intentional and consistent with them, uh, that I follow up with them, that I touch base with them. And uh, the third thing is I try to be very real. Uh, I strive to show them my strengths, my weaknesses, so that they feel that, they, that we're all human and we're all just doing our best. You know, and those three things, they, they really do go all hand in hand. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right, so so that's kind of the, the, the top line. Those are the three sort of key factors um, for growing your team. But um, how do you have your business broken down to really be intentional and build those genuine relationships? Absolutely. Well, you know, I see that there are three categories, uh, and they're all equally important. Um, the first segment for me is my casual, part-time, my people who are just maintaining. Um, and I just want to clarify, uh, sometimes people can feel, uh, sometimes I find leaders either give too much attention to their casual consultants because they're trying to maintain their numbers, and other people don't give any attention to, to them at all. So um, this category uh, of my casual consultants that I do pay attention to aren't just my personals. Because you never know who in your downline is going to be your next diamond, uh, the next person that is going to be your up-and-coming, awesome rock star leader. So uh, I, I believe in, in mining my casuals, finding out who in my organization needs help that I can bring them up because uh, they might be my next, my next treasure. So I have my casual consultants. I have my people who are just kind of my steady eddies. Uh, they reach out to their friends and family. They maybe do one or two shows every six months uh, or every month. And then I've got my rock stars who are, are my high producers. Uh, so those are kind of my three different areas for my organization. Dolores, that's so true. And as, as a leader with a large team, you, you need to figure out who to spend your time with and 
to maximize your influence. And that's where in the guide, that great visual, that circle that we call the zone system, where it has your red, your yellow, and your green team members, and talk very briefly about how you maximize your time and efficiently work with those three groups. So let's go through those. Um, what about your your red category, which are your casual consultants? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, well, first of all, I have an expression, and everyone knows it, we love our casual consultants. We know that 70% of our organization is casual, so they're very important to me. Uh, I do a bunch of intentional ways of reaching out to them. I'll send them an annual catalog. I'll, if they're a personal, I'll send them a, a family Christmas card or a New Year's card with the new catalog in the new year. I make sure that they're on my team newsletter. I add them onto my team Facebook page, but some of them remove themselves because they don't like all the activity that goes on on Facebook on a, with, with all the active consultants as well. Uh, and also then we have our, our monthly team meetings. And uh, I actually stream the, our live team meetings here in Edmonton uh, on Facebook. And that way then, no matter where people live across the country, they can feel very plugged into our team uh, from the comfort of their own, of their own home. Uh, we also do uh, webinars with our leadership team to support our consultants and invite them to join in on that. But one thing that I really focus in on on about the 20th of the month is I send an email, and if they're a personal consultant, I also send them a text. If they've sold over $200 but under 250 and these casual consultants don't know the value of a 250 order, and the benefit for them is that it keeps their account active for six months if they're very casual. And, and you know, that that's great. It seems like you are kind of matching their effort and checking in and, um, and, and also helping them to stay engaged and um, involved in the team without spending a huge amount of your time really focusing on, on that group, which is a really important group. So let's talk about the, the next uh, category, our, our yellow team, which are, these are our main team. They do a couple of shows here and there, um, and they're in, also an important group. So as a leader, how, how do you spend your time? How do you maximize working with this group? Well, this, this group of consultants is really interesting to me because these are the people who they often are just, some of them work full time. Uh, they're just providing that little bit of extra income that they need to either pay off debt or to provide activities for their kids, whether it's hockey or dance, maybe an upcoming wedding. Uh, some of them just call it their fun money. And I like to find out what Norwex can give them. Uh, and sometimes the people in the yellow section, um, maybe we could call them orange, they kind of float between the red and the yellow because sometimes they are not doing anything and all of a sudden they pop up again. Uh, and I like calling it recycling my consultants in, in this category because sometimes they came in with the intention of doing nothing, but if I can get them to shadow me to a presentation, you can reignite their desire to want to educate their friends and family about the product and then get them off and running, realizing that they have access to a bank machine that they can make withdrawals out of whenever they want. They just need to put a show on their calendar. So for me, this group of people, it's really about working with their mindset and showing them what Norwex can give to them. 
I love that. And I love that, that they can go from yellow to orange, but you really need to look at where they're at and um, and ways that you can reignite um, and put that desire in them to, to have that show and or have that party. And um, I love the analogy of the bank machine. They can make a withdrawal any time as long as they're having a party. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, for, <laughs> newer, for newer leaders, um, who are on the web are on this podcast? Do you have any advice for them in working with this group? Well, for me, the golden question is what is holding them back, uh, or what can Norwex provide for you? If I if I could do anything for you, if I could give you as many shows on your calendar as you would like, tell me what would you like Norwex to be able to give to you and your family. Uh, for me, I like I, I like to be able to find out to tap into their why and then find out what's holding them back. Because if we can give them breakthrough in that area, they will be unstoppable. And a couple things that I like to plug these casual uh, or sorry these maintaining or casual consultants into are are our team retreats or when there's a local meeting in the area. I tell my leaders to actually email them with an up and coming. Um, conference from Norwex, find out people who can carpool, who can roommate, who can sit together, because sometimes what's holding these people back is a lack of connection. They don't feel connected to our team or to our organization, and they feel like they're all alone. Um, So having full team activities that get those casual people involved in so that that they feel like they're a part of something bigger. And everybody wants to feel a part of something bigger. Those are great ideas. And also, it always goes back to that core of their why, you know, and, mm-hmm. and getting them to think about what, what can Norwex mean for their family. Okay. Mm-hmm. These are great tips. Now we're going to move on to our green team. You know, green is go, and those are our growing. Um, that's our growing group. So what, what advice do you have as a leader for working with this group? Absolutely, Susan. I love my green team. Who doesn't? Our green team are are people who are go-getters in our entire organization. They are our personal consultants who want the business and who see the vision. Uh, They can see the income potential in both doing their own personal presentations, but also in building a team. Uh, I love using the Starbucks analogy with my organization, and I talk about how uh, some people just like to stand behind the counter and exchange coffee for cash. And we have the same people on our team who just want to exchange product for a little bit of money coming in their pocket. And then there are other people who see the bigger picture. They want to own their own franchise. They don't want to stand in Dolores' Starbucks and sell product. They want to have their own business down the road. And these are my green team and my go-getters. And the number one thing that leaders can do for these people is lead by example. Um, Having a steady show calendar, uh, regularly building your team, but not allowing your green team to get overwhelmed. Uh, I am known as a leader to actually say to my team, I don't want you doing 25 shows. That is way too many. You're going to burn out. Uh, I don't want you selling $20,000 in product a month. I might be the only leader who says that, but I am in this for longevity, and I want people to enjoy the journey. And Norwex isn't going anywhere. You're on the train. You're on the ride. Um, it isn't a race. Uh, and as our organizations are growing, we always have a third of our team joining and a third of our team leaving. 
So these go-getters need to understand that they constantly need to be filling up their team by being in front of new people and doing parties. So leading by example is my number one thing for my green team. That is that that's a great analogy too. I love your Starbucks analogy of owning your own franchise. And you know, I also and I do think that not all uh not all go-getters realize that really that there are a third joining and a third leaving, so you constantly need to be refilling that pool of people mm-hmm. and not burning mm-hmm. out. But mm-hmm. so what what else, Dolores? What else um with this team do you focus on? You know, it's all about building a relationship. People want to feel like they belong. And I I love that regardless of where people are at in their journey, I have had people stay in the red stage for five or six years and all of a sudden take off and be a part of my green team. So as a leader, we never want anyone to ever think that the time we invested when they were in their fresh start and then our communication maybe died off a bit, that we were ever disappointed in them. And if I can give one last piece of wisdom to the leaders out there, is keep connected so that they know that your door is always open. Because I have had countless conversations with people on my team from even eight or nine years ago who have said to me, Dolores, if you wouldn't have reached out to me and asked if Norwick could provide something different for my family than what it had been in the last number of years. I probably never would have asked you. Sometimes these people feel like they've let us down because we invested a lot in them on the front end, and then they weren't able to to be what they thought we wanted them to be, not realizing that all we wanted for them was to find their own success. And success is not comparing. We can't compare. And Susan, I'm just going to finish with one quick saying that I love saying to my team, and that is the best tool to have a successful business is actually mind your own business and do something about it every day. Dolores, I loved that focus that you have for yourself and for the leaders that are on our podcast. that is a laser focus for everybody. But I think that at the close of this podcast, let's end with a call to action. So if you're listening in, you've gotten a lot of great tips from Dolores. So in the next week, go into your genealogy, and I want you to make two lists. One list is of the people who want to move forward, who have expressed interest in moving forward. And the other is the list of people that haven't expressed it, but you think have potential. And so over the next week, um, you want to reach out to them, either give them a call, email, whatever communication you, you think will work, and tell them that you want to help. Find out what their goals are. What is their why? What are they looking um, to do to move their, their business forward and how you can be there to walk alongside them? So that's the call to action for this podcast. I want to thank you, Dolores. As always, you just have golden gems of 
inspiration and training, and I think that for everybody listening, I'm I'm thinking that they may be tuning into this one more than once. So thank you so much for your time and for all of your um, all of your training on today's podcast. Absolutely, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Okay, and for everybody listening out there, make it a great one. Thanks.